Hey everybody, this is Nate. Before the episode starts, uh, I just want to explain why we missed last week's episode. Um, we were having some issues recording and uh, mastering the video, and uh, we weren't really satisfied with how it was, so we just decided to scrap it and re-record it. Uh, however, we didn't really have that much time throughout the week, so we just postponed it until this week. So, sorry about the delay. Um, hopefully it won't happen again. And uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the very first episode of the NNMK podcast. Today, I am with Nate. Hi. And that is it for today. It's just me and Nate. Uh, Nick didn't want to come to the podcast. And Caleb is not here either. So we will just be doing it on our own today. Um, We're going to pretty much be talking about... Uh, Joe Biden's presidency and the voter fraud, but we'll kind of like broaden it a little bit. We'll probably go off topic a few times, but it's probably pretty much just going to be a little discussion. As we all know, uh, Joe Biden is going to be the 46th president of the United States of America. Yep. Um, That's what it's looking like. That is what it's looking like. Um, as of today, 11-19-2020, Joe Biden has amassed over 80 million votes, with Donald Trump having amassed over 73 million votes. And it's it's a pretty big victory for Biden, at least. Um, 306 electoral votes to Donald Trump's 230 electoral votes. Did you expect Biden to win? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what everyone was saying, like, everyone was saying that, like, um, like, because of the, the previous polls and stuff that Biden was gonna win, there was, like, a nine, nine out of ten chance that Biden was gonna win, and, like, a one out of ten chance that Trump was gonna win, um, during, like, sort of the first day of the election, though, I'm trying to, like, remember back, it was, uh, it was actually looking like it might go to Trump because, like, he got Florida and he was leading in a lot of the in a lot of uh, the states that Biden was supposed to get and stuff like that. Um, but as it as like it kept going on until like the uh, the later days, Biden started to, to creep up and he just sort of in- inevitably beat Trump out. Yeah, I think uh, I think there was like a little bit of. Um like scare definitely among the first few days when like you were saying uh trump had those key battleground states like pennsylvania michigan wisconsin georgia and a little bit of arizona biden actually held arizona but um yeah it was definitely in the earlier days that the democrats started to feel like this might not happen but then as those mail-in ballots started to come in that were predominantly mailed in by democrats they were like okay this is starting to even out a little bit more but um yeah so probably big changes in the country we're gonna see a lot of the um implements that trump made in his four years of office just get put down the just thrown away instantly as biden gets into the office he's probably going to start um trying to pass obamacare again he's gonna put in new immigration laws he's gonna restrict guns which is going to be 
Um, different, definitely, from the last four years that we've had. But Trump isn't taking this election like Biden has won. Uh, his team, his legal team, has started to sue those key battleground states that we just aforementioned. Uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada, he has sued. Um, pretty much states that have a 2% vote margin in any president uh, that is, or, or any person that is running for president can like ask for a recount and that's what Trump and his legal team are doing. So how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I, he obviously has like a right to do it and stuff. I just really, uh, I don't think that it's going to really do much in Trump's favor. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the, uh, the like, did you hear the story about, like, uh, they found, like, 2,600 uncounted um, Trump votes in Georgia? No, I didn't hear about that. I, I saw it on Snopes, and they said it was true. Apparently, they found, uh, I don't know the specifics, because I just kind of saw, like, the headline. But mm -hmm. Apparently, they found um, 2,600 uh, votes for Trump that were uncounted in Georgia. Um, I, I don't know how how accurate that is to like the original story but you get the gist but um even if like like trump gets that many votes it's still not going to do much because biden still has like a lead in in those states yeah so, like very true yeah if those recounts do get called um the past elections since 2000 there's been only the, the highest recount that the votes have had in one state has been 500 votes for one president electee. So I don't think Trump, he's pushing it as much as he can. I don't think it's going to help him in the long run, though. But I get what you're saying. It's, it's kind of like a big thing that they're trying to push. Um, I, I'm saying this because... Um, it could happen. I mean, there's the past few weeks, there's been um, the Trump legal team has came out and said these states are running these like ballot counters that pretty much are are used to rig elections. So it was a ballot counter from like Canada. And it was used to rig the Venezuelan election, I think, and um, another country. I'm not sure what it was, but um, they're saying that they used those same ballot counters in, like, key battleground states. So this could be either true or it could be completely false. I'm not 100% sure on what it is, but, I mean, if they, it, unless there is something big like that, that they do find out, I don't think the Trump ends up winning this election. Yeah, like um, the the thing with like uh, the voting on like the machines and stuff is that there's uh, me with like my conspiracy brain. It's like there's so many like uh, like there's there's so many kind of points of failure. I guess like I'm not I'm not saying that uh, that Trump like should have or could have won the election mm -hmm. but like there's the people who they may not know how to correctly operate the machine and there's people uh 
there's a lot of overhead communication that you have to have that might go wrong. And there's like just uh, so many people in the country and so many people voting that it, it makes sense if a few of them get kind of lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's always kind of in the back of my mind when I think of uh, like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, this is, there's some sources that I have from uh, usnews.com, it is called, but it's, he's, Trump is probably going to um, target these, uh, like, new used election results, or new, new used election ways that have been used because of coronavirus, um, uh, like drive-in voting, he's probably going to say that's unconstitutional, you can't do that, um, and then mail-in voting, I think he's going to be like, yeah, that's not good either, but I don't think that is going to get anywhere, because those two that I just mentioned were predominantly used by Democrats, so... He's going to try everything he can. I don't think he will be able to, though. And maybe he defies all and he finds something that is bad about our election counting system. But if he does not, then I don't think it is going to sway the election in his favor. Hmm. Considering that uh, Joe Biden is like most likely going to be our next president, do you think that anything... Because, uh, like, Joe Biden's a pretty, like, moderate Democrat. So do you think that anything significant is going to happen in the next four years as him president? Um, I think probably the re-signing of the Paris uh, Agreement, I think it's called, the Paris Climate Oh, yeah, I forgot Agreement that. Um, that Trump got out of. that He is probably going to re-sign into that. Which, I mean, for our country, it's going to be very costly. But for climate change, I feel like there's like a greater good kind of with it. But I think America is the only country that is not in it. So the fact that that is a thing kind of makes me like irks my nerve a little bit. But um. Yeah, Joe Biden is definitely going to sign into that. Um, other than that, I really don't think so. I think COVID cases are still going to be at a high for the rest of his presidency. I, the damage has already been done, so it's kind of just like a downward slope. It's going to keep getting worse, and um, we're not going to be able to really do anything about it. Uh Probably Obamacare is going to be back when he gets into presidency, so he's going to put a lot of funding into health care for the citizens, um, as well as education. Uh, I know that he was saying that anybody who has $10,000 in college debt, once he gets into presidency, he will instantly repay all of that. Um, and, um, government spending, or not government spending, army spending from the government will probably go down, 
I don't think it's going to be a huge drastic change in army spending, but it's definitely not going to be as much as Trump's presidency. But that is probably going to be the big changes. I don't think it's going to be as drastic as some Republicans think it is. But I mean, every election in the past, like, what, 20, 30 years, Republicans and Democrats were at their throats. Like, when Obama was elected, Republicans got scared. When Trump was elected, Democrats got scared. And it's, I don't think anything drastic will happen to the country. But yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I, I agree pretty much. That That's basically what happens every four years is that someone gets elected and then one side's like, yes, the world is going to, it's going to be a utopia. And then the other side is just like, no, the United States is going to, is going to burn. It's going to die. But <laughs> like, seriously, but like it's, it's it, the same thing happened with Trump. Like people, when Trump was elected, people were like the United States, it's over. I'm moving to Canada. It's, yeah. It's done yeah. for. But then like a year later, it was like basically the same. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So he did, he did some, like really significant things like with North Korea and uh, like you said, the climate agreement and stuff like that. But yeah. for just daily life and stuff like that, it's just like the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you, you said that the United States was the only country that wasn't in the climate agreement. And I thought that that was, that was, that that wasn't true. So I looked it up and apparently the only, there's only, from what I could see, there's only three countries that aren't in the the Paris Climate Agreement, which really surprised me. It's the United States, Greenland, and Western Sahara. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of makes those. sense. <laughs> I mean, like, if if you probably looked at the Western Sahara and Greenland's total carbon dioxide output, I don't think it would be as much as those big countries, such as America. So I feel like yeah. the smaller countries definitely is not as a, much of a burden that it has on the agreement as it does out on America. But, um... It kind of yeah. surprised me, like, even uh, countries, like, uh, that are, like, really impoverished and countries that, like, have barely any people, even them have signed into it. So it made yeah. me kind of surprised that, um, that a country, like, um, like, just with the impact... And the amount of people is America was one of the only countries who wasn't in it. Yeah, very true. So, um, what do you feel about the Senate and the House? I kind of want to try to get into that a little bit. Because I feel like those are the two elections that um, America doesn't really care for. But um, at the moment, I know the Democrats have the majority in the House. And the Senate the race is still 48-48. Actually, I could check that right now. Or actually, I think it's... No, it's 50-48. Sorry. Um, the Republicans are up 50 and the Democrats are down 48. So, um, if the Democrats win at least two more seats in the Senate, um, then that means that any law that is passed through Senate, um, it most of the time, sometimes it happens where it doesn't end up in the tie, but most of the time it will end up in a tie. 
And since it's 50-50, so if that happens, then that vote or that law goes to the vice president. So pretty much the Democrats will be able to get any law into the Supreme Court. Why I'm saying into the Supreme Court is because if they don't pack the court, um, then they will they will pretty much not be able to get any law passed. But um, yeah, it's if, if just a little definition. Packing the court is when a president adds more seats into the Supreme Court. So pretty much the majority is Republicans right now. It's 6-3, I think it is. Um, since the signing of Amy Coney Barrett. So because of that, the Democrats have been asked, or Joe Biden in specific has been asked, if he's going to pack the court. And um, he has not said anything about it. So, how do you feel about packing the court and the fact that the Democrats could pass any law that they wanted? Um, that'd kind of be similar to, uh, sorry if I'm, like, not understanding correctly, but, but oh, like that, right. I feel like that'd kind of be, like, what it was like in 2016 with Donald Trump's presidency, because uh, he had the majority and basically, the Republicans had the majority and basically everything, right? Yeah, except so, for the House. Yeah, true. Hmm. They had the majority in the Senate. Um, uh, actually, I don't know if they had a majority in the um, in the Supreme Court until Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. I think it was, yeah. Well, I think I just messed it up. It wasn't 6-3, it was 5-4. At the moment, it is 5-4. It pretty much switched, so... It was 5-4 Democrat, but then after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it was 4-4, and then Trump filled the seat with a conservative justice um, named Amy Coney Barrett, so now it's 5-4 Republican. So yeah, um, pretty much if anybody doesn't know, or if anybody is kind of confused on what the whole thing I just said. I kind of go over it a little bit. So, the Senate can have any law, or they can write in any law that they want. So, this is the um, legis... no, executive. No, legislative. Never mind. It's legislative. This is the legislative. They make the laws. Yeah, so the legislative makes the laws. So, it's pretty much the Senate. So, the Senate is... Um, compiled of two people from every single state. So, if you know how many states there are, there are 50 states times two, that is 100 Senate members. So, pretty much what happens is one person will make a law, and then they'll pitch it to the Senate, and then the Senate votes on it. So, if you have a majority in the Senate, um which mostly the Senate is compiled of Democrats and Republicans. I think there's a few independent-leaning Senate members, but mostly they're compiled of Democrats and Republicans. Um, and what happens is they'll vote on it. And like I was saying, if there's a tie, then the Vice President votes on it, and then it will get passed to the Executive Branch, 
which goes to the president. The president is the head of the executive branch. And what they do is they will pretty much sign the law. Um, so they'll go over to their cabinet members, they'll discuss it with their cabinet members, but pretty much it's the president's decision to sign it and bring it on to the Supreme Court, which is the last branch of the government, the judiciary branch. And what happens there, is it the judiciary or is it the judicial? The judicial. 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 Judiciary. Judiciary. That's a a weird word. Why'd I say that? Uh, (laughs) um, But pretty much when it goes to there, the judicial branch is um, compiled of like lawyers and people that are supposed to be very unbiased, even though they're very biased. And they're pretty much supposed to be the people who are looking after this law and um, pretty much looking for anything that is bad with it. So they'll look at um, national law and the Constitution, and they'll be like, yeah, this law is either unconstitutional or it's constitutional. They'll So they'll vote on it, and then it either goes one way or the other way. If there's people voting for the law, then it gets passed into a law, and if they don't, if they decline it, then it doesn't become a law. So that's pretty much the whole thing. And if the Democrats, like I was saying before, pack the court, then they will have more court members, uh, or they'll have more justices in the court, and they'll pretty much be able to pass any law they wanted to. How long did that take me? Like, five minutes? <laughs> yes. It was a brief. Uh, you explained it pretty well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, the Senate, there is, according to Wikipedia, there's 53 Republicans and 45 Democrats and two independents. Mm-hmm. But the two independents pretty much always vote Democrats. So it's basically 53 to 47. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, of, that's as of, like, two years ago, right? So 2018? Check the citation. Probably the only person to ever look at citations. On <laughs> it probably was either, yeah, like 2018 or like 2016. Because mm-hmm. every single state has like their own Senate election. So yeah. Um, I think that's enough about the, uh, the election and stuff. Um, in just like other news, um, you might have heard there's uh, the COVID vaccines that are uh, coming out. Um, mm-hmm. There's one by Moderna and then one by P. Fizzer or however it's Pfizer, pronounced. I think it is pronounced. Yeah, what what he said. And, uh, <laughs> ba- and basically, um, they're they're looking pretty promising. From what I've seen, they both have ninety five percent around their um, like purity rate, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be just like a flu shot where you just go to a, to like a CVS or drugstore or whatever, and then you just get a shot and then you walk out. Um, but then I've, I, also you have to get a second shot, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, there's like a um, follow-up shot. I think it's six weeks from your original mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. But besides that, it's just like a normal, like like a flu shot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but I think that like we shouldn't get too excited because, first of all, they're probably doing it just to, like, as advertising. Like, obviously, it's good news, but they're probably uh, n- not as good as we're all 
saying. Yeah. And then also, once it actually does come out, it's probably going to take a while for life to return back to to normal because everyone needs to get it and it needs to ship everywhere and all that logistics stuff. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, do you have any? Uh, have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I actually have. Um, I heard Trump is putting a lot of money into the specifically the Pfizer vaccine that they're trying to dish out, and he's putting a lot of money into it because um, he wants pretty much the very first batch. So he wants him and his family to get like the first batch of the vaccines, which you could either look at as a good thing because he's putting money into it, um, and he's like helping the process of people getting it, or you could look at it as a as a bad thing because he's pretty much using his like money and political standpoint to kind of like get ahead of everyone. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I like what you said that we can't be like relying on this vaccine so much. I feel like it's I'm very excited for it, but I you never know what's in it like. You don't know what how, how it's been tested. It's taken like what eight months to like do this thing, and yeah, that, flu like, flu yeah, vaccines take like years to like at least research and then process and stuff like that. So I feel like it's gonna be a very a very long time until we get like a safe vaccine. I I'm not saying that this vaccine couldn't be safe, but we shouldn't rely on it like it's our like ride or die like i feel like you should always everybody should still stay safe in your house as much as you can wear a mask when you go outside wash your hands but if if this vaccine does become very good i i would i would be glad but i like you said i don't think it should be like our last ditch like we should still keep doing the things we're doing. It's still going to take a while for this whole thing to stop. Yeah. But I think that even, like, after it all kind of uh, goes away, there's still going to be, like, a lingering sort of impact of it. Yeah, definitely. Like, this whole thing has just been, like, so significant in how it affects everybody's lives and just changes the way that you think. Like, before, you'd never think like oh i'm like breathing in this person's face except if you're like really close to him i guess but, yeah but like but but now like whenever i'm next to like any of my family members and stuff i'm just like i'm just thinking like dude like if i had covid they would be infected right now <laughs> so just like that kind of stuff in like the back of my head just, yeah. yeah i kind of wonder how long that's gonna be before that goes away yeah, I think it's made a little everybody a little bit more self-conscious, which, I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing in it, in it of itself, because, I mean, at least people are washing their hands more, like, that's probably a good takeaway, because, like, yeah, it's definitely a good takeaway. Everybody's washing their hands really more, they're, like, being more um, vigilant where they're, like, putting themselves and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I guess people are going to know what PPE means, too. Mm -hmm. But What does that mean, man? <laughs> if anybody was wondering, PPE means personal protective, personal protective equipment. equipment. So, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely been terrible. Like this whole thing, this whole situation. Um, but it's it's like killed so many people and it's infected so many people and people are working overtime in hospitals and all the stories of nurses just like being so tired but still having to work is just crazy to me yeah people have been losing their jobs and yeah their lives they're being destroyed because i think 20 percent of all small businesses had to shut down because of it which is also wow. insane yeah that's insane yeah so also, across like, america yeah like movie theaters people are saying now like some businesses like movie theaters and airlines may never fully rebound after this yeah definitely not because like if you think about the decline of like airliners and movie theaters but like i feel like some airliners like the very rich airliners like boeing and like like very streamlined airliners streamlined haha uh -huh. uh, that was a plain mm -hmm. joke uh, but, like, just, like, the big companies that, like, make a lot of the planes, like Airbus, I feel like they'll still be fine. But, um, maybe, like, a lot of, like, the smaller air airliner companies probably won't be able to get fully back. And definitely, like, a, like you said, with movie theaters, too. But, um, I don't think every, every business, except for, like, Amazon, is going to fully recover after this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I know, like, Amazon and Walmart have gotten, like, millions of dollars, so... Like, the very oh, yeah. big, like, um, companies, and probably the pharmaceutical companies are going to go crazy, too, because they're going to be doing these COVID tests that cost, like... They, they might cost some money, I'm not sure if they will, but if they do, they might have, like, you pay a copay to get these tests, and if these tests do work, then... These people are going to be flocking to these businesses to try to get some COVID testing. And then these pharmaceutical companies are going to get rich off of that. So it's it's hard. This, is, this situation is very hard. But at least we can look at the bright side of things and see that the country is or these businesses are doing something good. So mm -hmm. That's definitely good. Um, to to have something like this out. Yeah, definitely. I think it's like relieving a lot more people as well. Yeah. Like if and anything. Like so many months where we just had nothing. And it was just yeah. But now it's kind of like a. Um, it's like feels good to know that we've actually done something. Yeah, definitely. Well, that looks like all the time that we have for today. Um. You do good on outros, Nate, so I'll leave this one to you. Okay, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to the uh, N NM podcast today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the NM our... podcast. <laughs> yeah. As usual, uh, you can find this episode on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, basically. Um, our Discord server will be in the uh, episode description. We post announcements there. And you can come and chat about politics or whatever you want. Um, we might have a longer episode on Friday um, if we have time for it. Uh, hopefully with Nick and Caleb still here. Um, and uh, yeah, if, if that's all you want to say, um, I guess we're done.
That sounds good to me. Thank you guys for listening.